Triple Play Fantasy's basketball show with Doc, Coach, and Brass Dadamas starts now. We're talking sports with this man. This guy scored 5,876 points with three teams over his 11-year NBA career. Now, there are many object- adjectives to describe him. A father, analyst for the Kings, Hall of Famer, and owner of the Cool Gray 11s. He might have played basketball, but he's pretty damn good at fantasy football. He's gotten the playoff of all four leagues. We welcome in the man, KT himself, Kenny Thomas. What is going on? Hey, man. How you doing? Sorry about that. No, it's all good, Kenny. Appreciate you joining the show. First of all, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. How are you and your family doing? Good, good. Things have been good. Just actually, I work for um, I work for NBC Sports California, not, and I do the, the Sacramento Kings pregame, halftime, postgame show right now. It's my first year. Things have been good. Um, just just staying busy. A lot of Kings games going on right now with the holidays and. They just they just won two in a row, so it's it's all good in Sacramento right now. Yeah, they got an exciting team there. I mean, talk about Hal Burton, Darren Fox, Buddy Heald, Metu. I mean, it's a good time to be affiliated with the team, right? Yeah, it's a great time, especially with the fact that they've been going through a drought or whatnot from the standpoint of not being able to be in the playoffs for the last, like, 15 years or so. But with the new situation as far as, like, the playoffs, adding instead of eight teams, it's 10 teams. And there's a lot of more opportunities for guys, uh, for teams like the Sacramento Kings that's trying to get back to that place of like winning on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. And and Kenny, I want to talk about your career a little bit because starting with the early years, you play your high school at Austin High School in El Paso, Texas for three seasons or for one season before playing your final at uh, Albuquerque. And your senior season, I mean, boy, did you cook, averaging 25.2 points per game, 16.9 rebounds. You go to a 22-3 and record, a Class 4A state title. You're named in the parade All-Americans boy, or All-Americans for 1995. I mean, with gaudy numbers like that your senior season, I imagine you had a lot of D1 recruits. What made you want to stay local in New Mexico? Man, Albuquerque is very unique. Um I still have a lot of different things going on there now. Um, Albuquerque is one of those uh, cities uh, or the state of New Mexico, I would say. They love their sports. Um, I, I, went to New Me- I went to Albuquerque High for one year in high school, um, which I came from El Paso, Texas, where I was at Austin High School. Went to Albuquerque High for one year, one state that year, and... 18,000 people for a high school championship game in the pit where I played college ball. It was a no-brainer from the standpoint of committing and going to New Mexico. Um, I was I was one of the top recruits that's been through there in a long time. And it, it, it's a great experience, man. New Mexico, they, 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 they give me a lot of love. You know, I mean, we got some, we got some love in the comments saying he was a stud. So I mean, we got <laughs> we got people tuning in and so, watching. And you know, I want to talk about a little bit of your time in New Mexico. I mean, especially your first year as a freshman, scoring you have the most record for points in a single season at 484 and rebounds at 256. And during your time there, you're second on the Lobos' all-time scoring list, career blocks list, and career dunks, and you lead the school in career rebounds. So you definitely left your mark. And you lived every ball player's dream 
when you got selected by the Rockets with the 22nd pick in the 1999 NBA draft. Got to ask what you drank that night. <laughs> I mean, uh, man, who knows? Oh, wow. I was twenty. I was twenty-two years old. Like I, man, I'm forty-four now. It, it seems it seems like it was just like last week, but obviously it wasn't. But I don't even remember. And it was a great experience being being called. You know what I mean? And it's and, and especially in the first round. And then I get the opportunity to play with Steve Francis. We get drafted the same year. We still talk. We still communicate and things like that we we used to call each other rook like what's up rook and this yeah it was crazy and then i had charles barkley and keem Olajuwon and city of houston like i'm looking at uh, uh doing some things in houston and and at the same time and all the other places that i played to as well houston philly and of course new mexico i got a lot of things cooking there and looking at doing some st- more stuff here in sacramento Man, I, I love that. And I love that you stay connected with some of the people that you played with. And to touch on your career, I mean, once again, you made an impact instantly. During your rookie year, you led the team in rebounds. You were always a threat to score and always cleaning up the boards. And in fact, in the oh, 03 wow. 04 season, uh huh. In 03 04, you were one of 11 players to average a double double, and you were the yeah. shortest at 6'7. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Trust me. Trust <laughs> me. I knew that one. I thought next year All Star, but people probably don't realize this. I had I had ten coaches in eleven years. What? No, yeah, I didn't. I had ten coaches in eleven years. I had Rudy Tomjanovich in Houston. Then I had Larry Brown, who I still talk to, um, in Philadelphia. And then um, um, Randy Ayers, Jim he's, O'Brien, he's a, he's some throwback Chris, names. Chris Ford, uh, and then I came to Sacramento. Rick Alderman, God rest his soul. Um, Paul Westfall was the last one. Uh, Kenny Nat, Reggie Theus, and Eric Musselman. Oh man, crazy. yeah, it's, it's crazy. You didn't have that continuity of of a coach kind of knowing you year in year out, knowing your strengths, how to ma- how to maximize your efficiency. Um, you played a couple seasons with the 76ers before going to Sacramento for the remaining six years of your professional career. And it honestly seems like you have a home there. And I'm curious because we've talked with a lot of athletes on here and most have been traded at some point in their career. And I'm just kind of curious to hear the experience. Does the team let you know prior? Is it a surprise, you know, especially with changing coaches? Well, put it like this. When I was in Houston, it was a surprise because mm-hmm. we had shoot around. Everything was fine. Went back home. I'm doing my pregame, everything. I'm like my meal, my nap. I wake up from my nap, get ready to get in the shower. I get a call from Rudy Tomjanovich. And I'm like, what's up, coach? He's like, Kenny, I hate to tell you this, but we traded you. And I'm like, okay. I was like shocked. It didn't, it didn't seem like it was real, right? And then you have to train. <laughs> You have to be to the new team within X amount of hours to report, go through a physical. I think 24 to 48 hours. I don't know what it is now. Physicals, all of that. You got to pass physicals to be able to, for the trade to actually go through, right? Then next thing you know, here I am in Philly 
go up there and I'm there for like a few days or a week or something like that, right? And then next thing you know, this is right before Christmas. Larry Brown let me come back to Houston to like get more clothes and hang out with the family for the holidays and then go back. Um, being traded from Philly to Sacramento, we were actually in New York about to play the Knicks the next day. I was going out for dinner, I think. And I got the phone call from, oh my God, what was his name? He's with, he was with the, uh, the Brooklyn uh, Nets. Um, Kenny Atkinson? No. Um, glasses, bald head. Um, he was in Philly and then he went to the Nets. Coach? Oh my God, I shouldn't know his name. No, he was the GM. He's the one that gave me my big contract. Billy King. Oh, that's right. Hey, he made Billy you rich. King. <laughs> Billy King. Billy King and Larry Brown hooked me up and got me paid. Hey, I love and, to hear that. Yeah, and then uh, I got the call that night, and then obviously the next morning I, I got in a car and had to drive back to Philly to actually – go through the process of getting that, the the change and all that. And what's even crazy, the Kings were coming to Philadelphia to play the Sixers. And I had the flip jerseys. And that was oh my, my first game. That's crazy. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. And I had a double-double against the Sixers. That of course. Happened. That's, that's yeah. your calling card right there. Yeah. So wrapping up your NBA career, I want to ask, do you know your career high? I think it was 33. So unless Wikipedia is lying, it says 32, 32 against the 32 against the Lakers on April 10th, 2005. And I think that's that same day I had that triple double because we just did the Laker game. I just okay. did the Laker game in NBC Sports California. Uh, you could go back on Twitter probably and catch that to where they showed a clip of me playing the Lakers and I had like 32 and like 15 and like 11 or something like that. Yes. But, well, well, Little slight work, <laughs> but Kobe, Kobe still had um, Kobe had like fifty two or something like that. I think nah. it was my only triple. It was my only ever triple double. I mean, you got a, you got a triple double. That's pretty good. So, Kenny, I want to transition to that, and I do just want to get, give a quick shout out because you're obviously NBC analyst, um, but you're an entrepreneur. You've established multiple businesses. You host multiple camps and tournaments, and you started the Kenny Thomas Foundation, which helps the community youth experiencing financial hardship by providing them with opportunities through higher education, college scholarships, and helping families in need of assistance move from poverty to self-sufficiency. And I, you know, I just really appreciate people that have done that. And I think it goes without saying um, just you. what great work it's doing. I want to transition to a little bit of fantasy football because you made the playoffs in all four of your leagues. Are you, you, <laughs> I'm, are you in the, I'm mad now. Are you in, you're not in any of the finals? Man, I'm, in in on CBS, I'm in two, and uh, I made it past second round. In both of them, I'm playing for third place. Okay, okay, but I'm mad. I, I got the, does, does third place get any money? Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're, a little they're, bit of they're pretty they're pretty money. big pots too. You know what I'm saying? Oh so, man. Oh yeah. One of them. One of them is a thousand. I think the other one's like five hundred or something like Jeez. that. Is that oh, buy-in or winnings? That's buy-in. Oh my gosh! That's buy-in. They raised it up this year. I was mad. Trust me, I was mad. I've won. I've won the big one one time, and then I won the other one one time. But the um, 
my Yahoo one with my with my other friends, I came in I think I came in fifth. And then um um there's one more my fourth one that I'm in, I'm actually playing for the championship this week. Hey, let's go. We're rooting. Yeah. So I gotta ask, I mean, you played basketball growing up. How'd you get into fantasy football? Man, that Yahoo one, my friends that my my high school friends, they they have always been doing it. And then I was being retired, trying to find something to do. Next thing you know, I'm playing fantasy football. I've done it for the last, like, maybe, I would say six, seven years. Okay. I'm addicted. Oh, it's it's amazing. It, it makes NFL man. Sunday that much better. So oh, I got to yeah. ask, you're in four leagues. What's your draft strategy? Are you a running back first kind of guy? Is it best player available? You know, do you are you a QB early type of person? Man, this fantasy situation, I'm trying to figure it out because it's <laughs> offense, right? So you got to know who's yeah. playing, who's hurt, who's not, and who's, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. with this COVID situation. Mm-hmm. So when I lost Travis Kelsey this week, last week, it killed me in like two of my, in CBS, in my CBS league. And because, you know, the, the week before he had like 44 points, right? Yeah. So it was a good week and he killed me, man. But the nice thing about it is in the one I'm playing in the finals, I got I got the big three for the Packers. I got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and I got Devontae Adams. How'd you and get that same stat? Week, man, I don't understand what rookies. they were doing, man. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, but yeah. So I got to ask, who were some guys that you were really high on this year? You know, maybe like a Jonathan Taylor. It sounds like you got the Packers stack that did really well um, for you. Yeah, Cooper Cup in any league. Jefferson. Oh yeah, I got Cooper Cup in the same one. I got the three Packers. Yes. Best child play right and there. And I got Gronk. And I and I got Chris Godwin, even though he got hurt. That killed me too because I had him in two leagues. Oh um, man, you you playing with some? Let me get in this thousand dollar buying league. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different one though. Even though I, I I went like ten and ten and five, nine and six in the thousand dollar league one. But the one we're talking about with Cooper Cup and the three Packers, that's the $300 league, which is the one I'm in the finals. But um, I got Justin Jefferson in one. He's been killing this year. Um, Running backs have been kind of up and down, man. You know how there's a lot of running backs that's been hurt. Yeah. So, but in the other one, I just got uh, uh, what's uh, Williams, the starting running back for the Chiefs. That because okay, you got Daryl Williams. Out. You got you got a handcuff. I just just picked him up. Um, who else? Did you have any? Uh, did you have any duds this year? Did you take like uh, any Saquon Barkley or? Um, no. I'm trying to think. Okay, all right. He killed me one year. I'm like, no, never again. Yes. Uh, Never I, see, this is how I know that you could have a career in, in fantasy football because there are so many people hyping up Saquon Barkley this year. Oh, wow. he's coming off ACL surgery. Adrian Peterson wow. came back. And I think a lot of people were avoiding him. And I mean, like I said, maybe maybe NBC wants to hire you as a fantasy football part time. <laughs> Gronk has been like, OK, but man, he missed. Like you, got, you got him games, late. You know what I mean? Like, I'm. Who else? Depending on when you draft, you can take like a J.K. Dobbins, a Chris Carson. It's been hard because it's been a lot of injuries this year. Took Russell Wilson or D.K. Metcalf. 
I'm happy I didn't take anybody from Seattle because I wanted DK. I wanted Metcalf. And then Russell was out for like five, six weeks, right? So Yeah. He never I'm missed a game in his I, career prior. Yeah, trust me, I know. Seattle's done for the year. Oh, that's music to my ears as a 49ers fan. Damn, this camera sucks ass. <laughs> so we're we're back. We brought Kenny back. Couldn't keep him away too long. We wanted to finish up with a little triple play rapid fire, some this or that questions. Kenny, these aren't all going to be basketball related. You might have not heard some of these. You game? You game? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, we're good. All right. So the favorite jersey to wear, not, not like performance, the Rockets blue with the stripes, the 76ers blue, or the Kings purple? Sixers blue, bro. Okay, I, I thought things were fire. You know, the Kings purple is very slept on, especially when they played in Arco Arena. That was That's loud. True. Oh my! Trust me, I know. Tr- playing with Allen Iverson, it was loud too. <laughs> it's like I, going. It's like going to Staples Center, and and it seems like we're the home crowd playing playing with Allen Iverson. Talk about a rock star. He was oh, that man. guy. Oh man, yeah. I love that. All right, so would you rather make the playoffs in the NBA, you don't win it all, or win a fantasy football championship? <laughs> Both. Both? You got to pick one or the other. Both. Uh, the NBA, man. Okay. Yeah, the okay. NBA. Yeah. All right. Would you rather owe someone money or owe them a favor? That's a good question. I hate owing favors. I really owe money. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like league dues for fantasy football, right? (laughs) Very well put. All right. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson once or talk like him the rest of your life? Now, keep in mind what your job is. Talk like him the rest of my life. (laughs) You're 6'7". You don't think you can take him? No. Hell no. Just one hit alone? Oh, no. You got to be in the... You got to be in the in the boxing ring with him. Like, if you want to fall down after you take a fight or a punch, you could do that. But oh, but that's weak, though. You can't do that. And then <laughs> he hits me with this, and then I can't be on TV. So... Did you get in? Did you get in any fights in the NBA when you were there? Yeah, with Sharif Abdul-Rahim. You got to Google that one. Oh, okay. We got to well, do I'm... this again, and we could talk about it. Okay, okay, but I, you're making the smart business decision. I, I would say I'd I rather talk say. like him the rest of my life, too. Yeah, and in, and also in New Mexico, I'm about to do some stuff with Channel 7 News throughout the state, so I, I need this, okay. Okay. Would you rather be reborn in the past or in the future? Future. Okay. This gray hair, aging, man. I, it's, 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 I'm doing good, but yeah. All right. That's that's a good answer. Would you rather run as fast as a cheetah or fly one mile per hour? I don't know, man. T. Hill, he a cheetah, bro. He pretty fast. I think I might have to go with the cheetah. Okay. I mean, I I can't blame that, especially on the basketball court. You're unguardable. Man, talk about wealthy. Yeah. What what's better to dip chips in, guacamole or salsa? Salsa. Ugh. I, I I'm not a big tomato guy, but if the salsa is like liquid red, I could do that. I don't like guacamole. Okay, hot salsa or, or mild? 
uh, hot. New okay. Mexico, man. Chili. Okay. I love it. I love it. We got a couple more here. You can go back to one day in your life and repeat it or change it. Do you know the exact date that you do? Exact date? Yeah, you can go back to one day in your life and you can repeat it or you can change it. Go back and sign another big contract. Maybe I would have waited and got more money from Utah. <laughs> they offer me another like 10. They, I, I, they're going to offer me like 10 to 15 million more. And I'm like, uh, no. Oh, man. You can't be too greedy, man. You secured the bag, though. You got at least one big saying. payday. That's what I'm like saying. That. It was all about securing that big bag. Yeah, because okay. I wasn't guaranteed another one. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. It's a smart business decision. I like that, Kenny. The last one, and, and you know, because the fighting one with Mike Tyson was so good. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> one horse-sized duck, I guess. Do you think you could take that one? Uh, it might be better than Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, I Vegas has the opening line of you versus a giant duck-sized horse at minus one twenty, which means you're the favorite. I think you could take oh, it. Oh, hey, 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 I'll do it. And we're just gonna pretend that duck is Sharif Abdurrahim, and then that's easy. <laughs> no, we're good. We can't. We can't put that back out there. That's my guy. <laughs> and we oh, ended I'm... up playing. And we ended up playing together here in Sacramento. Oh, I, I love to hear that. Every that the the bridges have been mended. Kenny, we really appreciate you coming on. Before we exit out of here, anything that you want to plug, where they can find you on the socials, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, you read my mind. Go check out KennyThomas.com. And my social media handle is KennyThomasNBA. Follow me. Got a lot of different things going on. I'm blessed to have Magic Johnson as my mentor, and I'm diversified in a lot of areas. Check me out on NBC Sports California. Stay tuned for more. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. And if you are listening right now, and I know we got a couple of people that are tuning in, hit that follow button ASAP. We got somebody checking in from YouTube. This dude is really cool. Sounds like he just met you, Kenny. Appreciate <laughs> everybody that tuned in and watches Triple Play Fantasy.